Hello everyone, this is Kim Langling. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. Today I have the pleasure of having Tara Chetzaxis from England visit with us. She is a life happiness and law of attraction coach. She is going to share some tips with us on how she works with her clients on helping them to let fear bounce. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let Fear Bounce. This is Kim Langling, your host, and today I have with me the lovely Tara Chetzak's kiss. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> pronounce, pronounce, it's a, that's a tough one for me. Can you please pronounce your last name? Chetzakis. <laughs> Chetzakis. See, it sounds yeah. so much easier when you say it. I've, I've had practice, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, you've had some practice. <laughs> well, anyway, folks, we've got Tara with us today. She is an author. Um, she is also a life, happiness, and law of attraction coach. She lives on the Isle of Wight with her three daughters, which is located in the United Kingdom. Tara works with people to improve their energetic relationships with themselves, their loved ones, employees, clients, businesses, and money, creating an alignment that allows uninterrupted energetic flow that brings abundance, joy, and happiness. And she has all kinds of contact information, which I will provide in the posting when this podcast drops. So Tara, thank you so much for being with me. I know this is the second time we've tried this. The first time <laughs> both, of our, both of our internet was out of whack. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the universe saying, do it a different day, girls. It's not going to work today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit more uh, detail about what it is that you do and how you help folks, uh, your clients, overcome fears that they may have when they come to you? Yeah, so thanks, first of all, Kim, for letting me come back on the show again today. I really appreciate that. As you said, the first time we didn't do too well internet-wise. Do you know what? It sounds so amazing when you read the, somebody's bio. When somebody else is reading it to you, you're like, oh, my God, am I that good? No, I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> Did I actually write that? So, yeah, I work a lot with energy. So it's, it's quite a spiritual but not a woo-hoo spiritual, woo spiritual type of business that I have. Um, I believe that everything is made up of energy. So everything that is solid is, or appears solid is an energy. People are energy. We've got our own energetic vibrations. We, we resonate at different vi whoop, energetic levels. Uh, your clients have got different energy levels. Uh, your business as an entity as well. And also things like money. And I think it's really important to have a good relationship um, energetically with all of these different things, because you're, you're the main core part of all of those things. So the relationship you have with, obviously with yourself, with your loved ones, with your business, people that you work with in your business, um, your relationship with money, you're, you tie all these things together. So you have to have a good relationship with all of these different things. And I think sometimes we, we, we get out of balance. So we, have, we don't have a good relationship with one part of the things in our life and we overcompensate in another. And that, that lack of balance um, manifests itself in different ways throughout throughout your um your life and it creates a lack of happiness because if you don't have 
a good balance with everything, you find that you can't be completely whole. So we work, um, I work, should I say, with uh, my clients to help them create that balance. Uh, and it could be a matter of raising your vibrational energy um, with regards to a certain aspect of your life or your business. Um, it could be, for example, money is a big thing with a lot of business owners. They want money. Every, of course, everybody needs money to survive. Um, but a lot of people don't have a good relationship with money. So they feel actually quite guilty of asking for money for their business, especially when it's something that they're really passionate about and they love because they, they kind of think, well, I love it so much and I want to help everybody. Um, and I get people get a bit embarrassed asking for money. So they don't have a good relationship in that aspect. And that's quite an important one in your business because if you don't appreciate respect, love and give gratitude for the money that you receive, then you're not attracting more into your life. And then obviously, of course, if you're in business, then that's not very healthy. So those are the kind of things that I work with with my clients. So when you mentioned <clears throat> raising vibrational energy, now what you do is completely outside of my realm. So I'm, I'm a complete novice to it. So when you say raising your vibrational energy, what does that mean? Okay, so you have an energetic vibration within your body. Everything has an energetic vibration or frequency. And if you're, for example, somebody who's feeling quite sad or depressed or lonely or anxious, they tend to have quite a low vibrational energy. And you can, you can feel the energy that you've got in your body. And I don't just mean by being energetic, but um, you can feel the kind of energy that you have, which some people might call your aura, by how things make you feel and the, the kind of feeling that you have within the different parts of your body. So somebody who is quite sad or depressed, like I said, or anxious would have quite a low vibrational energy. And then somebody who's very happy and in love with life or they're having a really good day, just something as simple as that can raise your energetic vibration. So you feel like you want to talk to people, you want to go out, you want to meet people and you want to have an impact in their lives, things like that. So they have a higher vibrational energy and the two vibrational energies don't match. So it's very unlikely that you're going to be um, working well with a person who's got a lower energetic vibration than you or a higher one. So it's a matter of balancing those so that you meet each other at the same level or a very similar level. Does that kind of make sense to you, Kim? Yeah, yes, it does. And I, um, it, it's, it makes a lot of sense actually, because I know that for me personally, if I am around someone that, and I just call them, you know, downers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. someone that's down all the time or has, carries a lot of bitterness with them. If you're around them, for me personally, if I'm around them for any length of time, it really starts to take my own energy away. Yeah. And I, I feel that very strongly, me personally, I feel that very strongly. And I have learned over the years and really in the last couple that I have to keep myself away from people like that. Um, I call mm -hmm. them energy suckers. And, you know, it's probably not the, yeah. not the nicest way to put it, but that's exactly what's happening. So, what do you say to folks that, like me, you know, um, 
I might be, might not be completely imbalanced, but I've got a high energy level. And when you're around someone that's, if you have to be, if you are not able to take yourself away from an energy sucker, yeah. what is it that you can do to protect yourself from that? Because it does, it eventually brings you down as well. It does. Yeah. And I think it's, it's quite important to, to first of all, acknowledge the fact that the person who's the energy sucker don't actually realize that they're doing it. They're kind of feeding off your energy because your energy is so good and they want to have a part of that, but they don't understand that that's what they're doing. So they are kind of sucking your energy to raise theirs. Um, so it's, a, it's, you know, it's good to be able to replenish the energy that you've got. So even if you've, if you've been around those kind of people and they are sucking your energy dry, which like I say, it's, it helps them. So it's kind of like a good thing, I guess, but you need to be able to replenish your, your own energy. Um, and that can just be a matter of taking time out for yourself and just calming yourself down and being aware of the energy that's around you. For example, if you're walking into a room and you can feel that the energy is not good in there because somebody maybe they've just had an argument in that room or it's full of people like energy suckers. You can feel your energy dropping as soon as you walk in. Being a high energy person though, you're, you've got an advantage in the fact that you can, um, you can voluntarily raise your energetic level by yourself. So you can get yourself into a, um, a more passionate, enthusiastic and excited state, which raises your, vib your vibrational energy to replenish what you've lost from the people around you. So that's a good thing. Or you can always protect your energy by doing like a five minute or a three minute aura bubble around you. But that's, um, that's more of a meditative state as well. So you, there's a couple of things you can do. Um, as I say, one of the good things is to replenish what you've given to those people and know that you're giving it to them freely and you're actually helping them by doing so. Oh, okay. I like how you said protect your energy. Um, <clears throat> I like those three words, protect your energy. Uh, especially, you know, in today's world, I think we all need to learn how to do that and to practice that daily. <laughs> Even if you're just sitting at home, like you, you work from home um, and you're on your own, you know, by yourself all day, you still have to protect your energy. Um, so what do you say to folks I guess when you are solitary, you work from home and it's just you all day. Um, how do you, how do you suggest to folks that they protect, protect their energy that way? Because being solitary can bring you down as well after a while, correct? Yeah, it can. I mean, and even if you're not physically with people, they still they can still draw energy from you for so you know for like if you're working with people online like we are like we're chatting now that can we can um transfer energy to each other because we're focusing on each other you can um have your energy depleted by doing things like social media or e answering emails and things because again you're where your where your focus goes that's where your energy energy goes as well so what you're focusing on is drawing your energy from you and if it's something that's quite um mundane or heavy going or something like that you can take quite a lot of the energy from you 
So it's good to just take a few minutes away from the computer, for example, or away from anything that's business orientated and just find five minutes to listen to some music maybe that, that, that you enjoy listening to or that's energizing. Go out into nature, go sit in the garden if you can, have a cup of coffee, just relax and really focus on yourself and giving yourself permission to protect yourself and love yourself because when you're giving all the time especially to clients if you're working with them or working in a business capacity you're giving a lot of the time and sometimes you forget to give to yourself so it's important to do that to to just take five minutes to relax focus on yourself appreciate yourself and draw more energy into yourself because the more that you love yourself the more you're giving yourself external energy that's going to increase your energy i like how you said permission to protect yourself mm, we don't give ourselves permission a lot of the time to do things that are good for us personally no you and i agree with that i i, I will often I do take breaks during the day because I, I work from home. So I will take breaks if I start to feel overwhelmed just from mm -hmm. being in front of the computer screen. And thankfully I have a dog. So every couple hours I make sure I get up, get him outside and we walk around for a few minutes. And that's yeah. always very helpful to me. And it, it does, it boosts my energy level and clears my, my brain. If I started to get a little foggy there, you know, going cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that permission to protect yourself, I think is so important and so many, and I'm guilty of it myself. You know, I tell myself, these are my work hours. This is what I'm doing. Even though I'm working from home, these are my work hours. Then I'll still find myself on my computer doing work from nine to midnight, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's not probably the best way of protecting my own energy levels. <laughs> no, but it's when you've got your own business as well, you tend to feel that you're you feel obliged to overwork because you know people have told you oh it's quite it's, it's hard work running your own business and you need to put in extra hours because you haven't got for example the i don't know you haven't got the connections or something or you're the only person that's running the business so you've got to do all the work yourself and it's it's going to be hard work and people tell you that so you're kind of expecting that and when you're working and you know, even if you find it quite easy or you're, you know, you're taking time off, you feel guilty because you're, you believe that you're supposed to be working all the hours that God sends, or you're supposed to be doing hard work continuously because that's what people have told you you have to do. So it is a matter of giving yourself permission because you, 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 you feel guilty when you take time off. <laughs> I do. It's, I do. I, it's crazy, I but you do. do. <laughs> yeah, but it's your business, and it doesn't have to be hard work. If you're in alignment with your business, and you know your your business is, is in alignment with you as well, and you're working, um, it, you're working in sync together with your business. If you think of it as an actual thing, not just an extension of you, then if your energies are syncing together it makes the flow so much easier and you can find that you do things quicker or um things aren't as hard as they were before because you're working it's like working with somebody else your business helps you as you help your business type of thing so it's you know you're 
when you get to that stage, you're thinking to yourself, oh, hold on a minute. It's not supposed to be this easy or it was harder than this before. Why is it not hard? What am I doing wrong? What else can I do to, to make it more successful? I'm obviously not doing very well because I'm not working as hard. And, but it, you are, you're just working smarter. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I explained it well enough. Good. What was it Einstein that said, if you can't explain what you do to a five-year-old, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, I'm hoping it makes sense. <laughs> Very good point. Very good point. Um, so what type of, the, give me an example of a client that comes to you with um, some type of, you know, the, their types of fears. What is it? Um, what is it that some of your clients might fear they're coming to you with that, that comes across as a fear or you recognize as a fear? So people sometimes have um, fears over, first of all, there's a lot of self-doubt in entrepreneurs um, and, and self-worth as well. So they, they're not sure whether they're good enough um, because they're, they're promoting themselves more than an actual business because they're usually the you know they're they're the face behind the business it can be quite stressful to promote yourself as an expert or to say to people yes i can help you because i'm good at what i do and we we get to a we, we're raised to to not brag about ourselves and be very modest and when you're in business then that's quite a hard thing to be because you have to be able to say yes, I'm good at what I do and I can help you. Otherwise, people aren't going to want to work with you. So that can be quite stressful, actually saying to people, standing up there, being present and, and being visible as somebody who knows what they're doing. So they have fears over that. There could be fears over um, working a business that was a passion, for example, before and something that they really loved doing. Um, and then they want to turn it into a business and that can be quite stressful because it's, it's like, well, it shouldn't be this easy as we've just said before, it's, it should be harder than this. But if you're in love with what you do, it's not hard. It's not stressful and it's not, well, it's not, it's not stressful. It's not, um, it doesn't feel like work because you're enjoying it. And that's how work's supposed to be. You're supposed to love what you do. And then, you know, you enjoy you enjoy your day more and you raise your energetic vibration more because you're happy and you're passionate. So people have fears over doing that. Now the self doubt and self worth, I think that. Sorry, Kim. Somebody's just knocking on my door. Sorry. Can you just give me two seconds? I hope you can edit this out. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Hey folks, it's all about real life here on Let Fear Bounce. <laughs> Keeping it real. Sorry about that, Kim. Oh, no problem. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking I might not even edit it out because we're keeping it real here. We all have lives and we're all people. So it wasn't even my parcel, it was my neighbor's. <laughs> <laughs> now that just makes it perfect. 
<laughs> yes, I can't even have something to open and enjoy because I'm not, it's not even mine. Anyway, <laughs> where, where were we? The I don't know. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, self-doubt and self-worth. Yeah, self-doubt, self-worth, fears. Um, you know, I've got um, one lady who's been with me about a month now and she's just starting a, she's actually got a business, but she's moving into opening a foundation a charitable foundation and you know she's she doesn't want to be the face of the foundation because she wants to be behind the scenes and that's you know I said to her you, you I appreciate the foundation is not about you but you have to be the face of it because it's yours and you know you have people that are going to recognize you and know you and if you're if you're taking a, a back seat and you're you're not showing yourself and people aren't going to recognize who you are what you do and she wants to start a podcast and things like that like you know like we have and that's about showing up and being visible and giving yourself permission to be um heard by people and to reach people and to impact people and that's quite that can be quite difficult as well and quite um quite a scary step to take to actually stand up and, and say yes I'm here and this is what I do um and connect with people and you had mentioned um you know as entrepreneurs we are the face of our businesses or our nonprofits, and a lot of like you said your client she doesn't want to be out front um, I have a similar situation where myself and a friend of mine we co-founded a nonprofit organization about seven years ago. Yeah. And right from the beginning, she said, you will be the face of it. I will be in the background. I don't want to be the one on radio or doing TV or being in the pictures and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the first couple years, she did just that. She stayed in the background. And I did all of the, you know, my face was everywhere. And I said, we've got to have both of our faces visible. <laughs> you know, we both, yep. we both have to be out there because if you're not showing and see, to me, I love doing that stuff. I love public speaking. I love doing podcasts like this. I love getting out there and talking with people, but I'm, I'm a minority in that. I'm, I'm finding out a lot of people prefer to just stay quietly mm -hmm. in the background, but if you've got a passion for what you're doing and you're a solopreneur, no one is going to understand or get your passion if they don't see your face and get to know you. No, exactly. Yeah. And it's also, you know, you, because everyone has a different energetic vibration, yours may, may resonate with, with some people and the other ladies may resonate with other people. Exactly. You're all drawing into the same foundation and the same work. And that's quite important. It's a good balance. Now, we, we have a good balance now, um, my, my co-founder and I. But it was, it was interesting at the beginning. She was very emphatic about it. You know, I, I do not want to be out front. Um, another example, just this morning, I, I had an opportunity to provide an opportunity to somebody else to do an, an online training. And they've not ever done that. And they said, Oh, it's very frightening and it's got me really nervous already, even though it's not going to happen for a couple months, but I'm going to make myself do it anyway. And I just sat here and cheered her on. I said, you go, you go girl, you know, 
you got to jump in with both feet sometimes and <clears throat> face your fears. You got to face your fears because you never know, you might end up loving it. And at the end of the day, you've had personal growth right there. Mm. You know, yeah. and I think that's huge to be able to look at yourself and say, I just did something I thought I could never do. Look at me go, you know, the whole personal development that's, you know, and learning something new every day. I try to, it, 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 even if it's just something very small, because I want to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. You know, I think yeah, in a lot of what you do, I think a lot of what you do teaches that to people, you know, they're, they're stepping out of their comfort zones. Yeah, because you, if you're staying in the same comfort zone, you can't grow. And it's like you say, it's one small thing. So, you know, if you, you may not be able to go the full course, but you've got this small step. And when you've, you've overcome your fear and you've done that, you've expanded your comfort zone. You've expanded the circle of, this, of the zone. And then you do another small thing. It could be a day later, a week later, whenever. And you've expanded your circle again. And it, that's the whole, you, you're staying in your comfort zone as such, but you're expanding your comfort zone. Because if you keep it small, then you're going to get the same results. You know, the, the reality that you're living today is a result of all the past thoughts, beliefs, and actions that you've taken. And they've brought you here. So if you want to have a different future, a different reality in the future, you have to to change your thoughts, your actions, and your beliefs right now. Because otherwise, if you keep the same ones, you're just going to keep at exactly the same pace. And there's no room for growth there. Yeah, who wants to be stagnant? Well, exactly, exactly. And, it, it, you know, stagnant is, is not just your energy, but it's your, it's your mind as well. I mean, you know, you, you, if you don't learn something new or you don't try and do something, it, I, I think it's personally quite boring. It sends me to sleep. I, I need something. I need to grow. And I think we all do. And I think when we grow, that's when we want to contribute more to other people because we've learned something. And, it, you know, the way that's impacted us or how it's changed us as humans or as individuals. And we want to share that with other people so that they can have the same results, that they can have the same epiphanies and, and the same growth that we've had. So that's when you, when you grow, you, you want to give more. And that's, that's a different kind of society. When people are giving to each other, regardless, it, it means that they've grown to such a level that they, they feel that they can share with other people and they want to, they want to help other people. And I think, you know, I would, I would, I would love to think that everyone feels that way. I want to grow more so I can give more. Um, mm. How wonderful that would be if everyone thought that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know quite a few people that obviously don't, but I think, yeah. I think we're changing. I think this, this past year, people have changed quite a lot and they've, they've taken this uh, past summer to sort of reassess things that have happened in their lives or where they are in their lives. And they've reassessed the things that are most important. And I think for many people, the fact that, you know, that they couldn't see their parents, grandparents, friends, or whatever it was, they've realized that those small things are so important and it's opened them up to being a, a, a more connected person with the people that they love. And they've realized that that's what they, that's what they crave the most. It's not the, the fancy car or the big house. It's the, it's a loving connection with people that 
is is most important in their life and they didn't realize that before so it's been really i think this year has been very good for that for making people stop and think about you know what their priorities are and when you come from that kind of oh i really want to just see my friends and hug them and hang out with them because i've missed them i miss their beautiful faces so much then you you're open to giving more as well so i think it has changed a little bit and you can feel I think I can feel a difference in the community to how it was before. I, I agree because I've, I've, and I've heard a lot of people say just in numerous conversations I've had with people that <clears throat> they didn't realize how much they were taking for granted. Yeah. Until, until you're not able to see the people anymore. Um, or, you know, things are shut down and you're not able to go to this restaurant or, you know, go to this store, things that you would normally do where you had a schedule that you did with friends mm -hmm. or family. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're in lockdown for weeks at a time and yeah. your whole, your whole lifestyle changes. And it's, I think a lot of people have realized just how much they've taken for granted. I, I know I have, um, that, you know, cause it is, it's a whole different feel when all of a sudden everything's closed and you're home all the time <laughs> you know? in the uk people bought a lot of toilet rolls I don't, yeah, I and, here too, and i hear too and they, they, they literally disappeared off the shelves overnight at the very beginning and i thought what, what does this covid have anything to do with toilet paper i <laughs> It was amazing. It was yeah, amazing. some sort of shortage going to happen. I don't know. That's what but, I said. Well, does this does this make you have to go to the bathroom more? I don't know why the toilet paper is magically disappearing. <laughs> That's what I wondered. Is that maybe there was that side effect? I don't know. Uh, yeah, and I I hadn't heard that it was, but oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe I was in uh, Walmart here. And this is probably in March or early April, you know, when the whole thing was just exploding worldwide. Yeah. And I actually pulled my phone out and videoed because you could not find one roll of toilet paper or one single cleaning product. Yeah. Yeah. The it same was just, was, yeah. It was row after row of empty shelves. And I said, you know, I was videotaping it saying, people, <laughs> you know, for those of you who are hoarding, you're buying 96 rolls of toilet paper at a time. There are people like me who really just want four or five, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, I know. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was slightly crazy. People went a little nuts. Um, they did go a little crazy um, mm. with their fears. I mean, that, there was a couple months, and I noticed it even in my own family members, tremendous fear mm. because it was all so unknown. And yeah. like, we're, we're just staying home. We're not going anywhere. We're, we're going to lock ourselves away. And after a while, that's not healthy. <laughs> you know? No, it's not. Definitely not. And yeah. I think the more, the more you listen to the news, the more fear you... Sorry? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said the more you listen to the news, the more fear you have. You know, I don't watch the news for that reason. Because it's just... I don't need to be brainwashed into interfering everything. And, you know... Exactly. And that's what it is. It, it, I agree with you on that, being brainwashed into fearing everything. I, I stopped watching television in March. <clears throat> yeah. Literally, I don't, I don't watch any. 
I might put on something on Netflix, you know, but I don't watch regular television that has news or anything like that on it. I no, put, we only watch Netflix too. Yeah. So I put on something, you know, that's lighthearted. <laughs> you know? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes I get sucked into these, these, um, you know, six seasons of something or other. And it's my daughter's like, why are we watching this? It's scary. I'm like, I don't know. I can't stop watching it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you be, you've become a binge watcher. <laughs> I have. Yeah. Cause I don't, you know, when I finished work, something and, and obviously in the winter when the, when the nights are dark, or, look, the nights are dark, obviously. I mean, the nights are longer or they feel longer. You know, it's far past five and we've had dinner already and it's, it's dark and we're out pjs and was like oh my god it's so early let's yeah. just put some tv on and then binge watch about 50 episodes and i'm like just one more just one more <laughs> and the kids are like no no more. just like midnight like just one more episode please <laughs> god it's crazy I, have... I don't you know in the summer i don't watch tv at all because i'm out in the garden or i'm out you know walking or whatever i'm doing but in the winter oh i don't do well in the dark i'm not a dark person i like the day <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not a dark person either and it's, it's the same here by 5 5 30 it's pitch dark and by seven o'clock in the evening you're thinking boy it feels like it's 10 or 11 already yeah <laughs> yeah i know it's crazy isn't it and when, when monday's the the some the winter solstice so monday's the shortest day of the year and then it starts, it starts getting longer by about two minutes a day. That is right. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. See, I'm clocking the minutes. But I'm like, oh, I've got two extra minutes today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself doing that every year as well. Be, oh, two extra minutes. All right, here we go. Yeah, exactly. And when we change the clocks again, I get, oh my God, I got to live it. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a long dark winter night kind of girl mm. no and i i so much prefer being outside then like you in the summertime i'm outside all the time whether i'm doing yard work or walking the dog or i'm just sitting out on my back deck with a book yeah i love that too it's my my favorite it doesn't have to be really hot just as long as it's bright and it's sunny and it's yeah it's exactly different, doesn't it mm. it makes a huge difference that's that's where i i uh recharge that's how i recharge my back yeah, you know? me too definitely mm. I, ha I like being outside i can't stand being trapped in no no me either no. me either <laughs> so I, what i want to do is ask you um we're going to wrap up here so i want to ask you to leave the audience with two tips that they can take away with them or that they can start working on themselves today with do you have two tips you can leave the audience with uh, for for the life balance or for work balance, do you think which would which would they prefer? How about one of each? Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so for your life balance, I would say take at least five minutes a day for yourself. Um, Ten minutes if you can. Use that time to just relax in your body and appreciate your body. You could do meditation, something like that, that's short and sweet. But those five or 10 minutes, just giving yourself gratitude for yourself. So for your saggy skin, your stretch marks, your acne, or whatever it is that you don't like about your body, just give thanks 
that you are beautiful as you are and you are a beautiful person inside and out and really appreciate yourself. Give yourself lots of love and give yourself just to acknowledge that you are beautiful just as you are. Um, so I would do that five or 10 minutes every day and that will help improve your energetic vibration and as I said, if your energetic vibration is high, you attract more love, joy, happiness, <clears throat> and abundance into your life because of the energetic vibration. So that's really good. In your business, I would say, um, you know, you're, you're, you're in business because you are good at something or you enjoy doing something. And I think too often we tend to just choose any client that comes through and say yes I'll work with you but that's not always a good fit and I think you need to be able to appreciate the fact that you're um of, of or appreciate and acknowledge the fact that what you're offering is very valuable to the people that you're working with and don't just work with anybody make sure that they're the right fit energetically and somebody that you want to work with you know your ideal client i believe should be should be the person that you want to work with it doesn't have to be a specific niche this 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 and this i think it's the person that you resonate with the most and enjoy being in contact with because when you've when you've worked when you're working with somebody that you that you love working with if they call you, they make you happy. You're glad to hear from them. You don't want the kind of clients that when they ring you like, oh my goodness, not again. I don't want to answer the phone. You want to be enthusiastic and like pick up and go, yes, hi, oh my goodness, how are you? I haven't heard from you and get excited to chat with them. And those are the kind of people that you, that you want in your business because your business shouldn't be hard work. It should be fun. You should enjoy what you're doing and you should definitely love the clients that you're working with. Perfect. That is perfect. Yes, of course. We do not want to work with energy suckers. <laughs> no, we don't. And they can, and they don't resonate very well with us either. So if we're high energy, they don't like being around us too long because they get a bit nervous. They, you know, like, oh, I can't cope with all this enthusiastic excitement and all this kind of stuff. So they don't want to be around us either. So you know, you're right. You're right. And I hadn't thought of that. Hmm. And I've noticed that. Yes. They like to be, um, they get used, their bodies get used to feeling sad. Um, and it kind of, it's, it's a bit like an addiction. Your body cr create, craves the emotion that you're feeling. So emotion, I would say, is energy in motion. So if you're used to feeling sad, your body craves it and you, you seek out experiences that don't get you too excited because you don't want to break the emotional addiction that you've got. And the same if you're happy, you don't tend to seek out opportunities that would make you sad because your body's craving happy experiences. Well, this so people are going to be like, oh, I don't, I don't crave sad experiences, but you don't, you don't actually know you're doing it. You're subconsciously doing it because your, your body's create craving that emotion and you'll find different ways to find it, which is, which it's the same for both sides. So. Yeah, because you've just become so used to it. It's part mm -hmm. of your world. Yeah. yeah. Always good to expand your realm. Yes, that's it. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for coming on. This has been incredibly enlightening. Um, and that's why I, li I like to have such a diverse 
range of guests on uh, because this helps me learn something new each day. So I appreciate all of your knowledge, the valuable insight that you provided today and for our listeners. And I, I took copious notes as you were talking. So <laughs> I am going to put into practice some of the tips that you gave and work on the other one. <laughs> Just listen to the podcast, you don't, you don't have to take notes, you can just keep listening to it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I can just keep on going back and listening to it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. I'd love to have you again sometime in the future if you're open to that. That would be amazing. I'd love to, yeah. Great, great, great. So thank you so much again for coming on Let Fear Bounce, and I wish you a beautiful day. Sending you lots of love and blessings, Kim. Thank you.